Many young leaders today know what they want to accomplish, whether it's creating a company, writing a bestseller, or inventing a new technology. The difficult question is how to accomplish these goals, how to overcome obstacles, strategize exactly what we need to do to accomplish our dreams, and turn that bestseller into a reality. Fortunately, there are people like Lori Gerber, who have dedicated their entire personal and professional lives to teaching people how to realize their dreams. Gerber is an expert coach at Handel Group, where she's been coaching individuals and groups for over 15 years on how to harness their personal strengths and eliminate the excuses holding them back. We help people design their lives consciously. And everybody's already designing their lives with varying degrees of consciousness. Some of us are good in some areas, not good in others. Most of us are not really taking stock of and looking at all areas. And that's what we do with people. We look at all areas, we break it down into 12 different areas, and we help people articulate and envision what they want. In this conversation, Lori reveals the key techniques needed to maximize your ability to thrive across all areas of life, from health, love, and career, to money, family, and everything in between. Please enjoy our conversation with Lori Gerber. You're listening to the Ivy Podcast by Ivy, the social university. We are the grad school for life, and our mission is to spark world-changing collaborations by introducing you to the most inspiring people, ideas, and experiences in the world. For more information about the Ivy community and to find out about events happening near you, visit ivy.com and email us at membership at ivy.com. Hi, we're here with Ivy Podcast and so excited to have Lori Gerber from Handel Group here. Lori, could you tell us what is Handel Group? Great to be here, Kay. Thank you. Uh, Handel Group is a world-renowned coaching company. We have a corporate arm where we work in organizations big and small. We have a life coaching arm where we work with individual humans on their life, career, health, body, love, everything that's important to individual humans. We have a sports division where we work with sports teams and athletes. We have a education division where we work in colleges and universities and even in New York City public schools. We teach our method at MIT, at Stanford, at NYU, and in about 30 other colleges around the world. And we also have a media division through which we make our digital products and our book and things like that. So we're very busy, very busy trying to uplift consciousness on the planet in a variety of ways. Well, that's a very worthwhile mission. Um, Lori, tell me, what exactly do you do for Handel Group? I'm the co-president of Handel Group Life Coaching. So I'm in charge of the part of the company that works with individuals and helping them get what they want in life. Mm, and what, what is life coaching for those of us who haven't heard of it before? Well, I, you know, when I first started in this industry, I was embarrassed to say life coach, right? It was so ill-defined and I thought there was much quackery in the world. So I'm not sure if by defining what we do at the hands-on method, I'm necessarily defining life coaching, but I will tell you what we do in the hands-on method, which is we help people design their lives consciously. And everybody's already designing their lives with varying degrees of consciousness. Um, 
some of us are good in some areas, not good in others. Most of us are not really taking stock of and looking at all areas. And that's what we do with people. We look at all areas. We break it down into 12 different areas, love, health, body, career, money, family, uh, relationship to self. You know, you're, that's perhaps the most important. And we help people articulate and envision what they want uh, strikingly difficult for folks, then get the roadblocks out of the way, the mental, physical, and emotional roadblocks out of the way, and then finally make a plan and stick to it. And we have a, quite a special method of helping people make and stick to plans uh, so that they can not only see the results they want, but also feel that feeling of empowerment that you get from doing that. So in a nutshell, that's what we're doing with people. It's a lot. Um, it's a, a tough aim. Um, before we go into depth about, you know, exactly how you go through these different processes, why don't you tell us um, how you how you found Handel Group and, and your personal story for how you got started? Oh, thank you for asking. One of my favorite stories. I can't I can't recall it too many times. I came to Handel Group after years of seeking, years of personal growth, uh, just real earnest, must say, earnestness in my own process of trying to find happiness and peace. I had done all these courses uh, back when you could do them live, and mostly they were live. I did. I read books. I did yoga. I did Tai Chi. I meditated. I met with shamans and gurus and really, uh, really learned a lot, really learned a lot. And I actually have no regret about everything that I learned. But when I was around 30, I looked up, I had two little kids, I had a beautiful Manhattan apartment, I had an adorable husband, I was in business for myself. And I was still utterly unhappy and unfulfilled. I was also 20 or 30 pounds overweight, addicted to sugar, no longer having sex with my husband, no longer in love, no longer having fun. Uh, my kid was not sleeping through the night. I was barely sleeping. I didn't believe in exercise. I wasn't fulfilled in my career. And though everything looked good on paper, I actually wasn't, uh, you know, actually doing anything with all the learning I had received. I looked over at my friend, Lauren Zander, who is the co-founder of Handel Group and the inventor of the method. And she had almost an identical life on paper. And she, on the other hand, was happy. And I dare say sprightly. She was <laughs> just like literally one of those people that bounced around and I was full of energy and she had two little kids too and she had a husband and a business too. And so I hired her almost immediately because it was just clear I there were techniques and things I needed to hear that I had either not yet heard or certainly not yet implemented and I needed a kick in the butt. And that is what she gave me. And then, you know, shortly into our coaching experience together, we started to look at my career and it became obvious that I wanted to be part of transforming human culture and part of elevating consciousness on a, on a much larger scale than I was doing. And we ultimately figured out that I was going to come work for her. And that was a total, total blessing and gift. And I have not looked back since. And that was about 12 years ago. Long story long. Wow. It's a, it's a long journey. Um, so how many, I don't know if you call them clients or patients, how many people do you work with now as a life coach? I personally do, you know, I, I personally have about 20 or 30 clients, but my work is to also build the business, expand the business, train the coaches, take care of the coaches. Uh, I work especially with couples. I love that work with couples. I lead weekend retreats. So I wear a lot of different hats, but I like to, of course, stay, you know, stay fresh in my ability to coach people one-on-one -on -one as well. Cool. Um, well, why don't you take us through, you know, what it means to design your life? And, uh, 
you know, how you break up the different areas of life that people should work on. Okay, great. I, the, the one thing I find that's very unique about what we do from talking to people is that we have people do written homework and we have, you start, if you're doing coaching with us, you start with a very lengthy homework assignment, sort of a gatekeeping mechanism, but it's also a way in which we get people very invested and very present to what there is to work on and, and, and sort of in the game. So the first assignment requires you to take each of the 12 areas and articulate what a 10 on a scale of one to 10 would look like for you. So in love, I'm madly in love with the love of my life. We're frolicking in the meadow. We love watching Game of Thrones together, going on adventure dates, and <laughs> long walks on the beach, right? Like, whatever it is. Okay. Sounds amazing. So, right? I, I, you know, I've, heard, I've read a few in my day. Uh, if, it's, if it's career, you know, I love going to work each morning. My team is amazing. Collaboration is a piece of cake. I feel fully utilized for my skills. I'm moving up the ladder and at a great speed, et cetera, et cetera. So this is a shockingly hard for people to actually articulate what they want. We're actually quite used to hedging our bets or sort of aiming low so that we don't have to feel that fear or that, you know, potential disappointment. We're also really good at doing things we think other people should do. And I've, I've actually hung around the Ivy crowd quite a bit. I love the Ivy crowd. A bunch of super duper overachievers oftentimes have not necessarily checked in with really in their heart of hearts what they want to be doing because they're good at achieving talented people, pick them up and put them into jobs, you know, and, and they're successful in their jobs. So a lot of people come to us successful in their jobs, but not actually dreaming about what would make them the most happy. Then, so just giving you some examples as we go, then we have the next part of the assignment is, okay, if you're not at a nine or 10 right now, what are you at? Give yourself a rating. So this is a sobering moment where you have to admit I'm a four. And we give you a rating scale. Like we will tell you what each number means. You pick your rating and then you tell us why. And that's where you dump all your garbage, right? Like all the garbage you can barely even get over to dream. You dump all the garbage onto the page. You know, I wasn't raised right. Nothing works out for me. My boss doesn't understand me. It's way too stressful. There's not enough money in the budget. I don't have the right background. Blah, 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 blah. And I, we could go on and on. But we, we take all of that information before we ever even have a coaching session with you. So we really start to understand your inner dialogue, your way of speaking to yourself about your dreams before we even start to coach you. So that's an, an amazing advantage, I think. And then finally, once we have you clear about what you really want and then what gets in the way of that, and we essentially argue with you. I mean, we're essentially lawyers for your dream, where you might be a lawyer for your excuses. We're a lawyer for your dream. And we argue with you. And then we figure out what are the critical actions that you should be taking? Like, what are the one or two things in each area that would make all the difference? Maybe it's waking up at a certain time of day. Maybe it's going to sleep at a certain time of day. Maybe it's having a particular conversation with somebody. Maybe it's exercise. Like for me, it was quitting sugar. That was the first thing my coach had me do. And that sent me into a cascade or a, you know, a domino effect of positive results to everything else. And then we hold you to account for that. So that's the system in a nutshell, starting with that first assignment. Great. And, and what do you call it when people have these sort of resistances? Um, why do they have those? And, and what do you guys do about that? 
obviously resistance is normal. <laughs> it's futile, but it's normal. Um, it's the most human thing because we are programmed still as human beings, animals, to want to maintain the status quo, right? We are programmed to want to stay the same and risk scares us. So we actually have cute nicknames for the three voices in our head that are the most detrimental to our dreams. One is the chicken. That's the voice of fear. The second one is the brat. That's the voice of, I don't want to, I shouldn't have to. It's not fair. You can't make me, right? The childlike voice. You, you know that one. <laughs> and then the voice of the weather reporter, which is that just innocent victim voice that's like, I don't have any control over this. I don't have any say over this. This is just how it is. You know how it is at my company. You know how it is with men. You know how it is with women. You know how it is on the dating seat in New York City, whatever it is. It has some explanation for how things are that, you know, gets you off the hook from having to do anything that would impress you in that area. And so we do a lot of work with our clients to have them get very clear what their inner dialogue is telling them, debunk it, right? Call it BS, call it an excuse, and then figure out what's the truth. And the truth is usually something much more simple, like I don't have a plan, or I'm not working my plan, or I'm avoiding that conversation, or I'm just scared. And when you get to the simple truth, then again, you can create the action plan that will, will cause that wonderful cascade effect of positive results. Oh, cool. Let's talk more about the action plan. Like, what do you actually do to help people stick to their goals and, and motivate them? We have this system to help people stick to their goals and motivate them called Promises and Consequences. And sometimes people think that sounds a little mm, clinical or punitive. It's actually just a very effective tool based on the scientific phenomena that human beings respond better to, number one, respond better to external accountability, and number two, respond better to consequences than we do to rewards. So we're just working with human nature here and doing what works. Promises and consequences are not the point of our work. They are a tool to help us achieve alignment. Alignment is the purpose of our work. And when I say alignment, I mean when your heart or your true desires are aligned with your thinking and your planning are aligned with your action. So heart, mind, and body all in alignment is what we call personal integrity. And that's the point of what we're doing. But the tool or the method we use to get there is promises and consequences. So for example, when I started with my coach, the first thing she did was have me quit sugar and we created a, a meal program or a, an eating program where I was allowed to eat fruits, vegetables, and protein and a certain number of whole grains a day. That was my new eating plan. And it was very difficult because I was used to eating sugar quite a bit. I was very overweight because I was eating sugar at every meal. I would put sugar on top of my fruit in the morning. I would eat a candy bar at lunch. I would eat a pint of ice cream at dinner. And I honestly thought that was normal, right? I looked at my, my body, and even though I didn't like it, I was like, oh, this is how everyone else in my family looks. What am I going to do? So she puts me on this, this new food plan. She literally took me to the supermarket and showed me you know, all the good things I could choose instead. Um, and then... Uh, and then my rule was I got a, one protein bar a day, which to me at the time was like, I needed that because it was like a chocolate bar. <laughs> it was like, that was what I needed to get me through the night. Now I don't even eat protein bars because I don't think they're food. But at the time that was a really big, a really big reward. So my deal was if I didn't stick to my, my program, I wouldn't get my protein bar. So that was perfect. It just, it, I wanted that, like, I wanted that protein bar and I wanted to lose weight and I wanted to feel good. And I wanted to be proud of myself. So 
I went on the plan. I went on the program. I got all the help I needed to support me in breaking an addiction. Yeah, stock my house with healthy, yummy foods. And but lo and behold, if I cheated or if I even thought about cheating on what I said I was going to do, I would lose my protein bar, and that would annoy me. So I would get back on track. So that's an example of a promise and a consequence. Hmm. And uh, what about in your life today? Do you do you still use any promises or consequences, or once you've solved problems, do they go away? Oh yes, Kay. I surely do. And I will tell you, even twelve years later, I still have food promises because I'm the kind of person. And this is not everybody, but I'm the kind of person. If I don't have very clearly articulated promises, I will not only constantly try to bend them, but I will think about it a lot, right? I will actually use my precious mental energy thinking about what I'm going to eat or what I just ate. So for me, keeping that kind of promise in forever is super helpful. Some people don't need it. Like for example, I used to not believe in exercising. Now I exercise regularly. That's something I learned in coaching. I don't need to have a promise about that because I don't skip it. I love it now. There's just, I don't, I don't need to have a promise because I'm, I'm sold on the idea. But what I do is for any area of my life that I'm working on, that I'm excited about, either where I'm a brat or that's a new area, I will always define promises and consequences because that is the tool that works. So even today, like, you know, I have a very exciting life. I have three children, a two-year-old, a 13-year-old, and a 15-year-old. I have a husband who I love very much, um, you know, who I could, you know, I could miss seeing if I wasn't careful. Um, I have a house. I have a business. You know, I have things that are really important to me, meditating, exercising, all that kind of stuff. So if I don't make promises about when I'm going to spend time in certain areas of my life, it doesn't happen. So I, for sure, I have a promise to be at my dinner table at 6.30 on the dot every night. I have a promise to be in the bed with my husband at 10 o'clock on the dot every night. Um, I have a special alone time with my kids. That's a promise because, again, if it's not a promise for me, I'll negotiate. Because, you know, there's lots of distractions and things that <laughs> seem important in the, in the, and I think, of course, as we all do, that certain things are always going to be there for me, right? I'll always have my family. I'll always, I can always sleep later. That's not true. You actually don't always have those things. We just pretend like we do. So in order to give value and honor to the, you know, unpredictability of life and the fact that we don't know how long we have, I actually plan meaningful time with all the, uh, the people and also all of the activities that are most important to me. I like that you said, you know, when you're working on a certain area of your life, do you ever finish working on your life? And, and what do you do when you finish one area? That's great. I, I wish. I wish we ever finished. Me too. I'm pretty <laughs> sure we don't ever. And that's like the holy grail, right? Like, can I check this off my list, please? <laughs> um, I, I, I wish I could tell you that I've ever experienced finishing. Um, I do think there is such a thing as finding the love of your life and settling down. I do think there is such a thing as like, I'm done having kids, you know, like for me, I'm done having kids. I found the love of my life. I'm done looking for that. I know how to be healthy in my body now that's done. So there are things that, you know, go on maintenance though. I'm likely for sure on any given year to want to then take it to the next level because that's just an exciting way to live. We, we just naturally as human beings, once you get in the game, you kind of want to play, you know, you want to play. So I might coast in my marriage for a little while because it's great, but every few years I'm going to, you know, try to spice up my sex life or go on an adventure vacation or do something that uh, takes it up a notch. In other words, like reinvents the scale, right? Like a new 10. 
So, um, but, but let me just say for you overachievers, because I know that's who's listening, you do not work on more than three to five areas at a time over the course of a year, because that is gluttony and it will overwhelm you. That's the bad news. The good news is even if you only focus on three to five, it affects all the other areas. And you still work with a coach. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. I really, I really like that. I I, I was going to say I need it, but I really like it too. If you don't mind me asking, what do you, what do you work on with her? Well, for sure, the basics of somebody listening to my promises and knowing what they are and holding me to account is key. So, and, and it's not that I, you know, if I go on vacation, I might want to change one or if something comes up, I might want to change something. So having another person to be my conscience, essentially, and to remember my dreams and to be like, uh, you know, I don't know, right? Like, she might give me some feedback about tightening up or loosening up on something. And that's really, really helpful for me. And just to know that someone's holding me to account, but I care, you know, I care their opinion of me. Um, But mostly, okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say, but mostly, you know, after years and years and years of doing coaching, what I'm really working on is dynamics with other people and my personality, like the deep stuff. Like how do I be more generous in my life? How do I, love people better? How do I impact more people? You know, so I'm, I'm work, what I would consider to be really luxury issues, but things I really, really care about because I have a dream to impact millions of people and help the world, you know, tell the truth. So it's, it's important to me to continue to evolve my personality, you know, not just the sort of like the things I have that make my life nice. Yeah. I mean, that's really impressive. I think that's hard for most people. Um, would you recommend life coaching to everyone? Life coaching works for people who are ready to do hard work, at least Handel Group Life Coaching. I can't speak for all kinds, but this kind of work only works if you're ready to do written homework, if you're ready to look at yourself, if you're ready to say, oh, it's me, that's the common denominator in all of this. You know, it's not a simple process. It's not even as simple as therapy. Therapy can be very... um, deep and intense, but it doesn't require homework and we require homework. Um, so it's not for everybody in that regard. Uh, it also costs money. So it's not for everybody in that regard. And that's why we have, you know, a book and a digital product and all that. Uh, but also it's not really for dealing with mental health issues or crises. So sometimes people will come to us really in a crisis or grieving or in a mental health, really having a mental health issue that would be better treated by a therapist or a, you know, a treatment facility or something like that. So there are definitely cases in which our method of coaching is not the most effective or helpful. Um, tell me a little bit more about the other things that you offer, like the, the digital content and the book and all that exciting stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's been years, let me tell you, in the making, because we all started out as private coaches, right? One-on-one coaching over the phone. And that's what we're good at. And that's what, that's our bread and butter. That's what we do. And, you know, those prices are everywhere right now from 125 an hour up to 650 an hour. So that's really, you know, what we're experts at. But we always were so clear that people needed a different price rate, you know, the different, if we wanted to really reach a lot of people, we needed to have things that were price points. So I'm so proud. We finally got a book written. Uh, it's wonderful. I read it myself. I, I was scared to read it because I was afraid I would learn that maybe I wasn't teaching it correctly, but it turns out I was and, it's <laughs> and it works and it's funny. You'll laugh, you'll cry. 
Um, so it's called Maybe It's You. It's available on Amazon. Maybe It's You by Lauren Sander. And that's amazing. So that's very affordable, obviously. And then we've also spent years trying to get our stuff digital so that people could afford that. Um, and actually, Ivy members have a discount on that digital product if you go and check that out. So the digital situation is anywhere from 150 to 350 um, and that's just a one-shot payment, essentially, for depending on if you want six months, a year, or unlimited. And then you get to listen over and over again to the coaching, however you want, at your own speed, however many times you need to, and then you fill out your, you fill out your assignments and your exercises online. And depending on which sort of type of thing you engage in, you can also have interaction with a human being on group calls and sometimes supplement with private coaching if, if that's what you want. And anyway, so there's all these, you know, the book is there, the digital is there. We have weekend programs, which are also quite intense, but amazing. And we, of course, do live events. We do live events at Ivy. We do live events in our own venues. We have online events that we do that are free. So we're hoping that there's a way that anybody who needs a little, you know, kick in the butt, a little new insight can engage with us and really learn more about what, about how to think, you know, think in honor of one's dreams. And that's, I, I believe there'll be a link right there below this, uh, the podcast where you can yes. find out more. There will be. Um, tell me more about the weekend intensive. I feel like that's something that would be really appealing to ID members. Yeah, because you guys like intensity. I know that about you. Um, it's true. I mean, and it's interesting because I actually created the weekend because people would ask me all about what does it take to be a handover coach? And they would ask me questions and I would find it took about 14 conversations to explain the whole method. I mean, if you can imagine, if I only told you about one exercise. I haven't told you about, I haven't told you about the 20 other ones. So, you know, I, it took me so long to teach people or show people what the whole method was about. I decided at one point, why don't you all just come? It, it started out, it was at my house. Why don't you all just come down for the weekend? I'll explain it. <laughs> and, then, and then we can, you know, go from there. And so we, we basically crammed the whole method into a weekend and people walked out completely altered, which we didn't know we could do it that way. <laughs> we thought we, we, you know, we thought we had to do it week by week over a long period of time. So that was the beginning of the Design Your Life weekend where we give you really an overview or like it's almost like a buffet of all of the different aspects of the of the work that we teach, you know, everywhere from the dreaming to how to bust your excuses to how to design the promise and the consequence to how to have a conversation that you're avoiding to how to tell the truth about something, how to deal with something from your past, how to relate to your parents, you know, just on and on, right? All of it. Now, you don't get all the work done on the weekends, but you get a really good idea of what needs to get done and you leave with a plan of what you're going to do about all of it. So people really do find it remarkably efficient. They only happen four times a year in New York, so it's, and there are only 15 people in each one. So it's a very special event, actually. And they sell um, out pretty quickly, right? They do usually sell out, so it is the kind of thing you gotta, you got to plan for. Got to jump on it. <laughs> um, right. Lori, could you tell me uh, a story of one of your you know, coaching moments with a client that you're most proud of? Ooh, good question. I'm just trying to think of the juiciest. <laughs> we can also it's, it's, skip it's like it if you don't want to. No, let me just think if I have a good one. Okay. I can just give you 
readily. I'm, you know, also want to keep, you know, keep things confidential. I know. I would, that's I so think, if you don't want to answer it, it's totally yeah. okay. Well, let me just say, one of the most profound things that I get to do is help couples change how they relate to each other. And it's really, it's such a gift. And one of the reasons I love it is because I myself had a near divorce experience where I was really forsaking my relationship with my husband until I got a coach who asked me, what's your dream? And then why don't you have it? Right. And sort of woke me up to the fact that I was really tanking that relationship and taught me how to listen to my husband and how to bring out the best in my husband and how to, uh, you know, actually design my relationship with my husband that in a way that was going to ensure not only the longevity to our relationship, but actually fun and connection and intimacy. And so I get to sit with couples for a day or two days frequently and we go through everything. It's beautiful. It's like what I wish everybody would do before they got married, but most people skip it. Sometimes they come to me before they get married, actually. <laughs> um, but that's a little rarer because we're just not that proactive. Um, and we just get to go through all the things that people disagree on. And, you know, for example, recently, you know, I was sitting with a couple where, you know, both members of the couple are control freaks. You know, they're both control freaks and they both think that the other one should be kowtowing to their control freakness. <laughs> and they're not, they don't realize that the other one has their own version of it, right? And that, and so we teach that love is a verb. And the verb love is caring about the other person's experience as much as you care about your own. Not more, not less, but equal. And really caring to make that equal. And so we teach couples a way to listen to each other and speak to each other. And this goes for, for business couples too. We do this in companies. We do, you know, we do this with everybody. It's not just siblings. It's not just um, spouses or partners. So we teach them this way to do that so that they are really clear on how to bring out the best in one another. And that is one of the most fulfilling things. It's really hard. It is actually really hard because you have to put your own ego on the side when you're really listening to another person and hearing their experience. But when couples learn how to do that, everything changes because then they, they can actually come to the understanding that they agree philosophically on a lot of things. But because of how they were raised and their genetics and their issues, they each have very different needs in any given moment. And then they can negotiate who's going to get their needs met first in this situation and who's going to get their needs met first in that situation. And then how do we get both people's needs met? Right. So I've learned how to listen to my husband. So he gets his needs met, but I also get my needs met. I just don't get them met by interrupting anymore. <laughs> so this is one of the most profound things we teach people how to do really how to listen and really how to negotiate peace in relationships. Cause if you think about it, most areas of life, if they're not at a nine or a 10 are not at a nine or a 10 because of a relationship. Right. So that's what I'm particularly proud of. Oh, it's such a great thing that you're doing for people. Um, Lori, let's see one um, sort of wrap up question. What advice would you give to someone who knows that they want to uh, start designing their life and doesn't know where to begin? Get on our website and <laughs> po poke around, right? Because there's so much good free content there that will help that will answer that question. So handelgroup.com, you know, obviously if you go through the link, you can also get a free consultation. But the first thing we're always going to ask you to do is to really start articulating what you think you want. 
and I don't stop. Just pick a couple of areas, just pick one area and just try to say what you really want and write it in the present tense. Like write it as though it's happening right now. Like the examples I gave at the beginning. I look at myself in the mirror and I say, wow, I'm so proud of where I work. I'm badly in love with the love of my life. So write it in the present tense so you actually feel it. And keep writing it and rewriting it until it's really you, like a love song or a poem that nobody else could write yours. And because that's the anchor, right? That's because you're up against a lot of negative voices, the chicken and the brat and the weather reporter and your past and your history and your parents and all the com competing things for your attention. All of that stuff is really significant and you need an anchor to something that's delicious and juicy if you're going to have any chance of fighting those voices in your head. So at the beginning of designing your life, it's anchoring yourself to a dream and then getting the support you need, right? Obviously, if you can't afford a coach or you're not interested in this, get support from a buddy, get support from a friend. There's no excuse for not getting the support you want for your dreams. Oh, I love it. And when you call it juicy and delicious, it sounds so much fun. <laughs> yes, it really is. Lori, thank you so much for joining us here on the Ivy podcast. And I'm excited members can click below to schedule a free consultation to learn more about coaching with Handel Group. That's our show for this week. Thanks again for tuning in to the Ivy podcast by Ivy, the social university. We are the grad school for life. And our mission is to spark world-changing collaborations by introducing you to the most inspiring people, ideas, and experiences in the world. Check us out at ivy.com for life-changing advice and gatherings and the foremost thought leaders shaping our world today. For more information about the Ivy community and to find out about events happening near you, visit ivy.com and email us via membership at ivy.com. Dream big and stay inspired.